absolutely no room for the wicked. Straight off air at the final press conference here in Dublin and straight into another episode of On The Ground. We are counting down to an absolute blockbuster occasion. Not just the main event, nine brilliant fights to look forward to this weekend on the zone, but of course topped by the small matter of the rematch, repeat or revenge. Chantel Cameron versus Katie Taylor too. All the marbles at 140 pounds on the line. If you've listened to On The Ground before, you'll know I channel my inner Martin Brundle. I walk around the press conference venue and find just about any brilliant guest that I can find. Very happy to say, the first guest that I bumped into is my good friend, Maisie Rose Courtney. Maisie, you take that mic off of uh, producer Scott. Welcome back to Dublin. Of course, you, you boxed on the undercard against Kate Radomska earlier this year. That whole occasion was electric, wasn't it? You boxed on the undercard of Katie Taylor. Just tell us why you're here this week. I'm here, firstly, to see my idols fight. Katie Taylor, Chantel Cameron and Sky Nicholson. And secondly, I'm here with Paul Jarvis Stout. They've kindly taken me out here, clobbered me up. Hats, look at the outfit. Suits. I wish the fans could they see it. Mate. I know. I look absolutely unbelievable. But I'm here to see female boxing shine at its highest, you know. And I wouldn't want to miss it. I couldn't miss it. I boxed here last time against Kate Radomska in an unbelievable fight. It's a great fight, that. It's unreal, isn't it? She she told me she was coming for a fight, and she came for a fight. She did. And I'm here now watching it. I'm enjoying it. It's nice to see Dublin without having to cut weight. Yeah, I was going to say, is it nice sitting on this side of the, the ropes, this side of the fence? I bet you can't wait for Saturday, can you? I can't wait. I'm loving it. You know, I'm, I'm like able to eat stuff. The food out here is unbelievable. It is good. You know? The Irish stew, pint oh. of Guinness, no? Zero percent, maybe? We can't say Guinness around me, not in this no. Oh, four-star stout, of course <laughs> I can't. There goes that sponsorship deal, Maisie, anyway. Um, just talk to me about the four-star stout deal anyway, because I know Conor McGregor's been, been shouting your name as well on social media. Where on earth did that come from? Do you know what? I did an interview, funny enough, it was here actually at Dublin and whatever. Connor messaged me and he really liked it. Someone from Full Jarrett Out messaged me and they said they wanted to get me in the team, get me involved. And I said like jokingly trying to pull that like, few legs or whatever and go, ah, oh, do you need someone to come out to Dublin and just chat a bit of rubbish in front of the camera? They said, yeah, and that's it and I'm here. And then I'm on the team and that's it. What have you been doing this week? You've been doing a few interviews and presenting and you're coming for my job, I think. That's it, I'm coming for you, mate. I'm worried. I think you and Darren Barker would be a good duo as well. Yeah. Um, last couple, mate, before we let you go and enjoy <laughs> the rest of your afternoon. Sky Nicholson in a good fight with Lucy Wildheart, first defence of her WBC interim world title. How do you see her winning this? And we can talk about this because you're not, we're not in the fight, so we can look ahead. How do you see her winning, firstly? And is she ready for the likes of Amanda Serrano next year? Sky Nicholson, if you don't know, she is probably one of my bestest mates in boxing. It's very difficult to find someone like Sky in boxing. You know, boxing is a sport where any person at any time can become your opponent, become your rival or whatever. But Sky, she's unbelievable. She looks in unbelievable shape. I've seen the amount of training she's been doing. Absolutely everything has been on point. This is the best, like, physicality maybe, physical looking Sky I've ever seen. She looks strong, she looks big. But then there again, Lucy Wildheart also looks strong and big. I know Lucy as well, not as much. I've seen her around on the circuit or whatever. And um, yeah, I do think it'll be a good fight. But I'm not, oh, I've just got so much confidence in the sky. You know, I don't see it going any other way than the sky becoming out victorious. Do you think she's ready for Amanda? Because she says she's, she's ready to be let off the lead. She's going to enforce that mandatory position. But it would be, a, with all due respect to the level she's boxing at, a monstrous step up in class. Oh yeah, of course, of course. It is a massive, massive step up. You know, Serrano, she's boxed the likes of Katie Taylor, you know, and even in a controversial fight with Katie Taylor, you know, where it was like, could have gone either way. And 
Sky believes she can take it, so I believe Sky that will be able to, you know. Is it a hard fight? Absolutely. When she did, between me and you, when she did first tell it to me, I was a little bit shocked. I was like, ooh. I was like, really? When she first mentioned Serrano. She mentioned I love Serrano how you say between me. me and you. No, no, and we're but then I'm talking into a mic- <laughs> no, microphone. But she, yeah, she said it to me, and at first I was like, and then as she carries on talking to me about it and the confidence, and then seeing Serrano, seeing how she's been fighting recently, and seeing Sky, I'm like, do you know what? She'll absolutely do her. I love it. Final one. You've got two words here. I want the fighter's name and how they win. Main event, what happens? Katie Taylor. That's two words. Clock is ticking. <laughs> yeah, Katie Taylor. <laughs> Katie Taylor win. There you go. Maisie Rose Courtney picking a Katie Taylor win. Maisie, thanks for your time. Enjoy the rest of your week. Great work as always. Massive shout out to Forged Irish Stout. The creamiest stout in Ireland. How's that for a plug? Apologies for mentioning Guinness. I won't do it again. Great stuff. Next guest. Look who it is. Hey, guys. I'll tell you what, someone said the other All day, right. best hair in boxing. Right, right. Look at this man. He's been out every morning doing these runs, fit as a fiddle. Best. Eddie Lamb, best. trainer. Of course, of Sky Nicholson. Um, Eddie, how's Sky been looking in the gym, first of all? No, she's been unreal. She's had a great camp. She had a good 10-week camp. And, um, yeah, yeah, she's, you know, like I said, she's work in progress. But I've seen every camp's been better than, than the last. We, was, we had an interesting chat, Eddie, didn't we? I think it was after one of her fights this year when me, you and Eddie were doing a live yeah. interview after the ring. Yeah. And I was going, Sky, are you ready to be let off the leash? She said yes. Yeah. You were maybe not so sure, sure right yeah, now at the time, and Eddie was saying yes. Now, after this fight, this is a, a good step up, but do you, do you believe you're seeing signs yeah. now that she's ready to be really let off the leash next year? 100%. You know, um, sometimes I'm just a little bit too honest, and I just didn't think she was ready, but you know what? When was that? Like six, six, a while seven, back, yeah. six seven months ago? Six, seven months is a long time, and I've seen improvements in the gym, and she's ready to go. She's ready to take on the best. She's not ready now. She never will be. What are the dangers for Sky this weekend with, with Lucy Wildheart? Because she really fancies this, and this is a, a massive opportunity for her. Dangers with Lucy Wildheart. She's she's fit and strong, and she'll be there all night. Um, but that, the dangers is when you step up there in three steps to get in the ring. Every every opponent is the same. There's, there's dangers with every fighter. From one female fighter to another, Eddie. Final question: How do you see the main event unfolding? Main event. Um, I think you know she she's a. She's a legend, Katie Taylor. I love Katie Taylor, but I think um, Chantel Cameron may be too, uh, a little bit um, more fresher uh, and too big for her. Well, we can't wait, Eddie. Thanks for your time. Uh, thanks nice, for joining nice. us. Best Thank of luck you. in the Thank corner you. with Sky Nicholson. Sky Nicholson opens up the design broadcast on Saturday night, defends her, her WBC interim world featherweight title for the first time. It's one apiece in terms of main event predictions. Now, the man I'm interviewing now, I already know who he's going to predict. So just get out of the way now, quickly. Who wins the main event? Katie Taylor. Yeah, 2-1. There you go. 2-1. <laughs> uh, Tom Carty, the smartest dressed man in the room, I Cole, think. Today. Smarter than Eddie, yeah. Um, talk us through the outfit. The outfit supplied by Louis Copeland. Watch supplied by Cup Price Jewellers. Where are you still, Cole? You're a bit of an influencer. We've made it. We've made You're it. a bit of an influencer these days. Of course. Days. Yeah, I'll take whatever title you want to give me. I've, <laughs> I've seen your... We are Celtic heavyweight champion. I'll give you that one as yeah. well. I've seen your little vlogs on Insta with a Mercedes logo. Yeah, come Mate, on. Mate, when I first met you, you were just the humblest of characters. And I think you still Pond are. Pond scum, some might say. Bro, I didn't go that far. <laughs> I was Bro, in the gutter. You, you are living the life now, mate. Big yeah, of time. course. Yeah, My motto in life is fake it till you make it. You know <laughs> well, we're all I mean? doing and that. And we're still faking I'm it, still yeah. doing that big time, mate. I was Pond scum when I started. Yeah, now look, look, <laughs> look at me you, now. You don't look like Pond scum. You don't look like Pond scum to no, me. No, we've come along, mate. You've you certainly along, have. Mate. I'm not be... living with me ma anymore. Are you not? No, no, no. I bet she misses you. That's my biggest achievement. She misses you. Is she your biggest fan still? Yeah, yeah. 
biggest fan by far, yeah. How biggest head record, but biggest fan. Yeah. How does she feel watching you fight? I don't know. I used to hear it. So when she used to watch my amateur fights, we would count up how many times she'd scream, come on, Thomas, and it was up past 100, like, yeah. <laughs> that was, was it? Yeah, it was come way on, past 100. Yeah, come on, Thomas, <laughs> but, like, it was so annoying. And there'd be, like, four people in a community oh, hall or something like that. Yeah. Annoying? How can you say that? Uh, if I was sitting ringside listening to her say that about somebody else's or son or somebody else, it would be annoying for me, yeah. <laughs> um, Tom, the longest face-off I've ever seen working in four years in boxing was you and Dan Garber yeah. today. Uh, what were you saying? What was going on? And what was the, the thoughts behind that? I was just letting him know. He's giving it the big talk. You know, it, they all give it the big talk. But I was just letting him know. He, he was saying all the pressure's on me. I said, of course it is. I said, this is what we do it for. We're in Dublin. Of course the pressure's on me. It's what I want, you know. There's no pressure on you because no one expects you to win because he's not going to win, you know what I mean? Then he was saying, uh, I don't even know what else. He said he wants to fight for my belt. He's English. He wants to fight for a Celtic title, you know what I mean? You, you've been on a brilliant run. Yeah. Your first fight went the distance. It's been a knockout run that, that, that spanned a good few fights now. How do you see yourself winning this fight on Saturday night? Another showstopper knockout. That's what we've trained for. You can only kind of do all this, you know, flashy it, it, it's, it's all stupid in the end of it but that, you can only do the whole flashy suit stuff when you have the work done in the gym you know what I mean and uh, the work's been done otherwise I wouldn't be as confident up there with the belt the suit and all you couldn't do it you can't fake it that you much are, that you know belt, what I mean? I've not seen you without it you've, yeah. even, you've even brought a member of the team in yeah. purely just to walk it, around with it on a designated belt carrier yeah, is, absolutely. Is, is, have you been brought in this week what, what's your role in the team mate my role is belt carrier no camp manager that's camp manager, <laughs> camp manager. Really. Yeah. he's underselling yeah, himself yeah, there. He's what, under what's your name what's your name Connor's my name Connor Kavanagh that's Connor Kavanagh Connor Kavanagh hype man belt carrier camp manager yeah absolutely camp manager he looks the dogs you know what he does. He does. I hope you walk down Dublin High Street with that on your shoulder, and, <laughs> yeah. and you'll get. Yeah, the women will be. The women will be asking you a few questions God. about that one, mate. No doubt. Uh, Tom, wish you the best of luck this weekend. Cheers, Thanks lads. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks very much. A legend. You've been a pleasure as always. Cheers, lads. Thank you very much. Cheers, lads. Thank you, Connor, camp manager, belt carrier, whatever you want to call him. As we make our way round, look who we got. Well, this man. I've got some bad news for this man. Our next guest. I don't know if he knows this yet, but I'm about to, to break some, some very bad news to, to Bradley Ski. Oh, Bradley, on, you came man. on the Flash Knockdown podcast. Yep. You were top of the 12 round Eliminator Challenge quiz Who's leaderboard. Done me? Who's done you, me? Were, you were a, a tiny, <laughs> tiny hair away yeah. from taking home the charity cash prize. Ah. Unfortunately, Andy Lee came on last ah, night. Where is he? The last episode, is the last episode of the season and beat you. Andy Lee, uh, Andy Lee scooped the pot. Do you know what? I like Andy. I let him have that one. You I let him have that one. I let him not, have no that fight one. on the cobbles to. No, no, no. 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 He's, he's a fighting man. Yeah. I let him have I think that you one. Think you take him? <laughs> oh, we've done plenty of round sparring in have our you? time. Plenty of round sparring in our time, but I let I let him have that one. He's, he's got a, a mean uh, right hook, he? He's a brilliant <laughs> fighter, as, as were you, Brad. But uh, you. how do you reflect on, on on those rounds? I actually didn't know that you'd sparred. Yeah, um, yeah. The experience and he to step up he was world champion at the time and uh yeah to get rounds and experience with uh, a world champion just brought, brought me on bundles do you know what i mean so yeah uh shared shared a lot of time in the in the gym with him and uh yeah it was good to be around and i know you, you loved your, your time as a fighter now you're on the other side of the ropes yeah you're out, out here in dublin enjoying all the experience here with sky nicholson of course very much part of the training team with eddie lamb who we yep. just spoke to as well how is sky looking and how does it feel for you to be here and part of this 
yeah, uh, first things first, Sky's looking unreal. Uh, yeah, second time with her now, and uh, yeah, she's unbelievable. Uh, she's in a good headspace, she's good, good shape, she's ready to go. And uh, I think with a good performance here, she's she's knocking on the door for that big one, the world title. So yeah, um, yeah, really looking forward to, to Saturday night and uh, watching her perform. And for me, uh, it's a new journey as, as a coach, and uh, I'm really enjoying it. It's, uh, yeah, I get same same buzz from fighting myself, but now in the corner. So yeah, I'm really enjoying it. That's great to hear, Brad. Because I often say to, I actually said to Andy Lee yesterday on another podcast, a Flash Knockdown podcast. I said, look, when when you retire from the sport, I think the hardest thing to find is contentment yeah. and happiness. But I was talking to you know Darren Barker says the same. To be able to still surround yourself, it must make you so happy that you've been able to, to find your calling after, after boxing. Definitely, yeah. To still be around it and still be still be part of it is a, is a big thing, and uh, I miss it every day myself. But that's that's the fight. So but this, like I say, is a new journey for me now, and uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm still round it and still at the press conferences, the weigh-ins, the fight night, so yeah, it's a good buzz. How do the nerves compare from when you were fighting to when you're in the corner? Yeah, still get the same is nerves, it? yeah, yeah, still it's like when they, when they knock on the door for the ring walk and that, you still get a little bit of nerves, so yeah, it's, it's yeah, still get, still get them butterflies and them nerves, but. Yeah, not me getting punched in the face. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You've got to keep that handsome face in check, Bradley Skeet. I don't know about uh, that. <laughs> final one, just before we let you go yeah. and we find our next guest, uh, we're doing predictions for the main yeah. event. It's currently 2-1, Katie Taylor. What's yeah. your prediction? Yeah, uh, it's a great fight, ain't it? It's a, it's a massive fight. And uh, yeah, see, seeing at the media workout yesterday, she looked really sharp. And uh, I think she just seeing her up there and she's she don't really got much to say. She just wants to fight. and. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, expecting a great fight, but yeah, might, might be a, a 1-0 and the trilogy uh, will happen. There we go. So that's a, that's a that's Katie a Taylor win yeah, for, yeah. for Bradley Skeet. Brad, thanks so much for coming on. What a top man you are. Best of luck in the corner with Sky as well on Saturday night. It's always an interesting one when we make Jamie, our way got around. A, got a shout. We've had a lot of Sky Nicholson on this episode. What about Actually, Richard yeah. Maynard, who is Lucy Wildhart's manager? For a yeah, that's word. a great shout. Let, let's even up the playing field a little bit as we make our way... Richard Maynard, our next guest. Uh, Richard, first of all, introduce yourself and tell us what brings you here to Dublin this week. No, well, I'm Lucy Wildhart's manager, and of course, Lucy fights uh, against Sky Nicholson to challenge for a WBC interim world featherweight title. So I'll tell you what we are going to do, Richard. We're just going to move away from this speaker a little bit because we've got Rihanna blasting our ears out there, and we want to give Richard uh, the space so we can hear what you're saying. So you are the manager of, of Lucy Wildhart. Everyone keeps talking, Richard, about... Sky Nicholson and about the next year and fights with Amanda Serrano. What positives can can you take from the fact that she very well may have one eye on next year already? Well, great. It's um, for Lucy. It's uh, it's great. It's, everything's on Sky, um, which is great. She's a fantastic uh, athlete, boxer. Uh, she's done everything as an amateur, and she deserves the position she's in. Lucy's done it the hard way. She's come up uh, slow behind the scenes. Uh, we've managed to get her good fights this year. She went against Michaela Mayer very last minute, which was incredible for her. Great experience that she drew from it. And um, now she's going to capitalise on that. And uh, like I say, in this fight, she's a bit under the radar, but we like that because ultimately Lucy's going to come through and prevail. And in terms of a golden ticket for Lucy, I'm sure you obviously speak to Eddie Heard and Frank Smith and the guys at Matchroom about what could be next. I mean, if Lucy Wildhart beats Sky Nicholson, she changes her life, her fortune, and potentially her family's lives as well. Exactly. Um, well, she pretty much had that with Michaela May already. Uh, that was a major turning point in her life. But it gave her the confidence to go 10 rounds at lightweight, two divisions heavier than her natural featherweight division. Um, and it gave her the confidence knowing that she could go on and replicate that 
and she's always said to me, get me Sky Nicholson. I want, I want to fight Sky Nicholson. I said, okay, let me, let me, let me see if we can work on it. So we were close to it in September, I think, and then uh, Sky went and fought Perez for the interim title. Correct, yeah. Um, but we were close to it then. Um, and then when she won the title, uh, I sent an email straight off to Frank Smith, let's try and do the first defence against Lucy, and luckily came back. Great stuff. Well, Richard, thanks for joining us. Wish you the very best Brilliant. of luck this weekend in the corner. Final question before I let you go. We're doing main event predictions. How do you see the main event going? It's currently 3-1 Katie Taylor. I think uh, Chantal Cameron is Katie Taylor's bogey girl. So I think Ooh. it's going to be second time around. I think no one's while I'm in Ireland getting lynched. <laughs> Kate Taylor, phenomenal athlete, but I just think, in just on paper, I just think Cameron's got a number. 3-2 in the terms of predictions, Richard. Richard. Thanks nice so much for me. coming on. Great talking to you. It's always nice. As I said, I think, on an episode of On The Ground before, it's nice to give a voice well, Jamie, to people inboxing. I've tried to get on Brian Peters, but he's given us the elbow. Team, uh, team Taylor have gone pretty quiet this week, yeah. which is a bit of a shame. I think we'll leave, Katie. <laughs> I think she's fed up with me. She's, I've, I've done about four interviews with her already this so week. What, Mr. McCart, should we have a word with... Andy McCart? Well, you know Andy McCart. What about the two IFL boys? We've got Cole McGuigan here and Andy McCart. Let's give the lads a mic. I will share my mic with Cole McGuigan. Now, this is the, the IFL massive in the house this week. No, 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 we won't do predictions because I can't give them either. So I, under I understand where you're coming from that. Firstly, Andy McCart, you've got the question, uh, the microphone in your hand. This feels being, weird to be honest, Jamie, being, I'm going to be honest with does you. Does it? Feels yes, good. it feels weird doing, uh, getting that, weird. Well, questions. We are very good friends, Andy, and I know what you mean, because I was on Five Live yesterday, not to just drop that in, but <laughs> I was, and, and I felt the same. I was like, I don't know what to say if someone's asking me questions the other way. Being back in Dublin, a city that I know you love, it's close mm -hmm. to your heart, uh, being a, a fellow Celt like yep. me, don't, don't let the accent deceive you, but how does it feel to be back for another huge fight you know what, The first time out here with Katie Taylor, the Cameron, the first fight was... The Irish came out from like the first bell to the last bell. Even when Gary Curry lost and Katie Taylor lost, they were still singing and from the rafters. They were still singing songs. So they, they get behind their own and they know their boxing inside now. Every person in that arena knew about boxing, knows the sport. They're not just there because it's Katie Taylor. They know everything about the sport. And I think that's what, it's just a cauldron of just noise. And I love that sort of thing. I think that's what brings makes boxing great, especially when you've got Undisputed versus undisputed, we all love that. And these two ladies, Chantel Cameron and Katie Taylor, I think that's just a, an ingredient for a magnificent night as well as a magnificent fight. So I'm looking forward to it, Jimmy. Well, let's talk to uh, your compatriot here as a fellow Celt. We're just going to keep talking about Celt. We've got Celtic <laughs> titles all over the place on Saturday's card, so that's what we're going to go with. Irishman, Colm McGuigan, Colm, very local one for you. Uh, how does it feel to be here this week? I mean, it's actually unbelievable. You know what? There's like opportunities for the likes of Emma Brennan. Jamie Morrissey on this card, they're really making a name for themselves. Matchroom coming to Dublin, huge for not only Irish boxing, but all these young guys coming up. Like, look at Emmett Brennan, this is only his second fight. Look at the stage he's on. Darren Barker obviously involved there, so have to give Darren a shout out. But like, he's got the opportunity of a lifetime here. This is, if Matchroom are here to stay and there's gonna be an Irish superstar like Gary Colley maybe to come out of this, Mick Conlon next week, if he beats Jordan Gill, there's an opportunity for these young Irish fighters just to make it their own and like, what, what more could you ask for to zone a match room in, in Dublin? This is unbelievable. We are going to play a really quick game of sort of like a would you rather. I'm competitive, right? Jimmy. So right, so this is what we're going to do. Firstly, biggest name. I mean, I'm going to judge this with producer Scott. Biggest name you've interviewed in the sport of boxing. Andy McCart, you're up first. Mike Tyson. So that's one now, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm right. Colm, you can't pick the same. Well, do you know what you can, actually? We'll let you off. Well, I have interviewed Mike Tyson, but I'll throw Sugar Ray Leonard in there. Okay, that is, we might have to let the listeners decide on that one. 
I'm going to give you a bite. Well, oh, right, well, in that case, it's a draw. Opening round's a draw. Right. Best fight you've seen live? Oh, good ones, bro. I think Wilder Fury 3, because of the drama and the knockdowns, it was just like, yeah, I think that just the atmosphere behind that as well, being out in Vegas for that fight and the, the animosity between them two, and then you had, what, five knockdowns in that fight before. Fury got the stoppage at the end and it was just a magnificent fight. That's what comes to mind immediately. I probably got some some small hall show somewhere that I can't remember. Oh, that that was a it, that's fight, a big one. That was a big one. That's the we're, we're going best and biggest. We're, with respect to the small hall fighters, we're going <laughs> Wilder Fury 3. Calm. This needs to be a big one. There's two that come to mind. Actually, there's three, right? There's a small hall, one that I'll, I'll give a shout out. Podrick McCrory, Leon Bond in Frankfurt, lands then, unbelievable. But Spence Crawford or Canelo Ryder in Guadalajara, like those two experiences for me are just way above this nonsense that he's talking about over there. So. What, the heavyweight championship of the Spence world? Spence Crawford or Fury Wilder? Spence Crawford or Fury Wilder, come on, mate. I'll give you Spence Crawford, I'll give you that. Oh, you can have that point, I'll give Canelo you Canelo Ryder in Guadalajara too, like, oh. There's a story. Yeah. Hang on, I thought it was best fights, not experience here. You yeah. said the best and biggest. I'm giving you it all. Right, I, oh, again, right, I'm going to, Andy, give it you. Right, so it's 1 0. Mm-hmm. Final one here. Andy, you've, got, you've only got hope of levelling the score yeah. here, right? What interview have you done that has got the most views? Do you know? I know you know. What's You're both views? egotistical maniacs. Everyone who oh, works in boxing media, it's all about them. Jamie. I'm speaking for myself Jamie. as well, but no, I'm not really. My, for me, it's all about the fighters. Well, like from Mexico, chill out, man. All about <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Oh, Calm, um, you're, you're always the I best was, at IFL. I, I think, I think uh, for me, the biggest interview I've ever done is probably a Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury Wilder 3 fight week. Coogan got the post fight, which got probably 2.4 million, I think it was. And I think my one done just over half a million views, which isn't too bad. That's good going. It's not too bad. Cole McGuigan to, to 20, take the trophy 20, home. 20,000 that's it. The greatest <laughs> IFL team member in Dublin this weekend. You have to remember, I'm only new to this game, so he has all the, the experience over me, but I have two. Conor McGregor here last time, done like 20 million on Facebook, maybe. He's asked for one. No, 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 no. we're going YouTube. 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 Uh, I've done that brawl between Dylan Dallas and Anthony Taylor. That's it wasn't an interview, but it absolutely smashed it. I think it's done a million. But I think he's cheating it. He's looking for two. That's what we're doing then. I tell you what, I done Tommy Fury, Tyson Fury sparring in Texas, right? Oh, got 1.8 million views on YouTube. <laughs> hit me in the ribs. Yeah, so you oh, is that Tyson? the one where you got in the ring with yeah, yeah, Tyson Fury? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've all seen it. Unofficially, Jamie, I'm we've the undisputed heavyweight champion. And he sparred Liam Smith. I got dropped by Liam Smith. Yeah, I've seen that as well. Cut that out, Scott. It's a draw. I've decided it's a draw. Oh, I've sat on the fence. It's a draw. Um, firstly, thank you so much for joining us, boys. And can you not give a prediction for the main event? We're doing. We're going round, tallying up. You, you can have an opinion. Mm. It, it doesn't have necessarily Listen, have to be I who think, you want to win. I, I think, right? I think, it's, I think Katie's got something to prove, and I think with the Irish crowd behind her, and I think it was mentioned up there that she wasn't right going into that fight. I physically wasn't right going into that fight. I think now she's got the bit between her teeth now. I think we'll see a lot of punches thrown by Katie Taylor, a lot more from the front foot, not the back foot. So I think we're in for a very, very exciting fight, closer rounds, and I think it'll be very close. <laughs> well, after all that, after all that, he's got splinters up his bum, Andy McCart. Come. Andy McCart, splinters up his bum. No, I'll go, I have to say Katie Taylor, like Queen of Ireland, I think this time it's just different. She looks laser focused, although there is weight divisions for a reason, and I believe Chantal Cameron is as good as anyone, but yeah, Katie Taylor edges it for me. Can I say, you, you two are good, you should get a job in in media Not or sure. interviews or something. You're both pretty good. Pretty, Scott, you pretty got a job. Uh, Colm and Andy, <laughs> thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us on On The Ground.
I think we're running out of space here, unless I can get Steve Bunce on. Can I get Steve Bunce on? Can we get Steve Bunce? We can get Steve Bunce. Can we get Steve Bunce? He's half saying yes. He's half saying no. He's in. I'll tell you what, the reason I'm very happy about this is because I was honoured to be on Steve's podcast yesterday for the first time on, on BBC Radio 5 Live. Go and have a listen uh, if you haven't already available on all your podcast streaming platforms. Steve, I keep talking. Uh, firstly, thanks for having me on yesterday. You, you did a great turn. I loved it. You wouldn't have been on if you were rubbish. Trust I me. Uh, I know you, symbol. I can't pay you for, for this. And I can't pay you for that. <laughs> <laughs> let's get that established yeah, Let's just get away. that out of the way first before, before we carry on. Um, Steve, what do you make of, of the mindset? We, we were talking about it yesterday, weren't we? About Chantel, all smiles, Katie, laser focus. And even as the week rolls on and, and the fight gets closer, we're sort of seeing it even more now, aren't we? What did you make of the, the words exchanged in the final face-off today? Well, I think the, um, the intensity from Katie's increase from when you and I spoke 24 hours ago. And it was fairly intense then, as I told you, James. She'd looked through me, and I've known her a long time, 15, 16 years. She looked through me to some point behind my head. Uh, it freaked me a little bit, but padded my producer. He genuinely was shocked by it. Uh, so much so that we wondered if, if, if we'd upset her somewhere down the line. We hadn't. That's just how focused she was. That's how, how intense she was. And I think that came across a little bit on the table here today. I honestly thought when Eddie threw her the first question at the conference, I thought there was half a chance she wasn't going to answer. Yeah. No, honestly, or, or just answer with a nod. She doesn't want to be in. She said, I hate talking, I hate press conferences. I, that was the only time she got a bit emotional and passionate. And I, I, think, I think we need to make sure we don't imagine that Chantel laughing and smiling and being happy is in any way an indication that she's not treating this seriously. What she's doing is she's being... Chantel Cameron when she's in the company of Nigel Travis and and Jamie Moore. Are they form an odd trio. Brilliant. They, yeah, odd but brilliant. Yeah, and they're a comedy trio, <laughs> they're laughing, they're brilliant. You know, in isolation those three are good human beings, but together they make this real fun group. So that's what she is there. You know, trust me, you know, I, I, away from the press comments here today, they're being they're being serious enough when they're together. So I don't think she's in any way underestimating Katie. And I think that Katie is about as focused and steely as any fighter I've ever been around uh, 48 hours out from a fight. It is quite frightening. Last couple of points, Steve, just before I let you go. go on, we son. just had Josh Warrington on the, on the live stream. Being How was typ Josh? Typical Josh Warrington. Fit, firing, just wants to get back in the yeah. ring. Tomorrow. How, in all your uh, experience, how would you fancy the city ground in Nottingham being ringside on Five Live, commentating on Leeward, Josh Warrington too? Well, I'll say it now, even though if it happens, it's April or May. That's a top 10. I mean, it, you just know it's a top 10. Several of the fights involving those two, including the one where they were in the ring together, they're in a top 10. I, I'm going to let you know I'm rubbish at maths. So basically, my top 10's got 37 fights in it. You appreciate that. Cause, cause you, oh, did, yeah, you did a quick calculation. And yeah, you think, well, if he's got 10, four, he can't mm. have five of them in because he's surely seen a few other fights. So, no, <laughs> but I mean, I, it, it moves, it, it's movable, my top 10. Those two ringside. I mean, it, I thought the stoppage in, the, in their first fight was absolutely perfect. Spot on. I also thought Josh had everything right. And I hate to say it, but I thought Josh was maybe just getting, you know that expression, getting a bit greedy. He was just getting a bit greedy before Lee opened up with that, what, six or seven punches, whatever yeah, we've settled on, whatever, finish, we, yeah. whatever we've settled on. And it was all over all over then. Um, did Lee salvage that fight? Yes. Has Lee salvaged fights, plural, in the past? Yes, he has. Might we see the same thing in, 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 at the city ground with 
what are, what are we talking? 27, 30,000? I, I, I have no idea what it could be configured for. I know one thing, you won't be able to get a ticket. Oh, I'd love to be there on a, on a glorious night to see those two have a rematch. Uh, would Lee start as a favourite? Yeah, he probably would. I tell you what, we'll have a little bit then. We'll have a little bit then of what we've got here. We'll have um, Josh Warrington as intense uh, as we've seen Katie Taylor that week. It'd be a good week, wouldn't it? Certainly would. Oh, imagine we get paid for that. No, well, no, 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 we're living the dream. Don't dude. tell anyone, living but we dream. get, don't, you know, I've been living this dream for 35 years. You're just starting. I know. We get paid for it. When we get off a, when we get off a plane in Vegas or off a train in Monaco, right, we're walking to a nice hotel and we're being Laughing. paid. Giggling. And then in two days' time, we're going to be ringside, really ringside, bow-tied if we were in Monaco. It's just, it's the, it's, there's no other job. We're blessed. We're blessed, bro. Truly fortunate and lucky people. <laughs> Final one. Go this on, is a personal one from me. Go on, boy. I'll, firstly, I want to thank you for the interview with Alexander Usyk. I'm not sure if you've ah. actually... I'm sure you've talked about it since on your own yeah. podcast, but I'm not sure if anyone's asked you about it. You're talking about top 10 moments in terms of fights you've seen and, and fighters who are involved in great fights. In terms of interviews you've conducted, yeah. how special was that moment between right. you and Alexander? Maybe number one, really. Because it was also what uh, comes into play was it was at the end of a really draining emotional week in in um, in, in Riyadh in Saudi Arabia really long hours the press conferences were starting at 9 at night finishing at 11 and I was doing a couple of shifts TNT and BBC that's not a complaint that's just a fact and so it came on that Sunday morning and it was a little bit of relief and then you sit down with Alexander and it came from nowhere as well James I mean I knew I'd get a good answer about his dad because I, I sort of knew a bit of the story but you know, he could have answered with one word or three words or left it to Alexander Krasuk, the translator, best friend, promoter, to just say, oh yeah, his dad was very influential in his life. And you move on. Because he does do that yeah, sometimes. Because you can't, you know, you knew, I knew bits of the story, not all of it. I'm not being, a, I'm not making out my genius. I knew some of the story about his dad. I didn't know the details which he gave me, which made everybody in the room cry. Um, but if he'd have said, you know, my dad was a massive influence on my life, I've got to leave it there. I can't say, well, didn't he die after he'd won a gold medal? I can't, that's a loaded question. And I don't get paid enough for doing that. You see my point? You, you get what I mean, don't you? Absolutely. So and, so, and I couldn't then say, and isn't there a story about you seeing him in a coffin in your mother's living room? You can't ask that. That's, no. that's ridiculous. It's something he's got to tell you. Exactly. He to tell you. Exactly. And there was just a point when he just, he like he fell over, he tumbled over that emotional cliff. And once he went over the cliff, and he just, you know, you hear us, like we're just sucking in air. We're just, it, it was a privilege to be in his presence as he opened up, like he opened up and told just amazing stories. So yes, that's, that's a kind of number one, really. It's amazing, it's a, it wasn't it? It was a privilege to listen to it. No, it was a privilege to listen back to it. I was, I was happy, I was proud of myself. You should I went be. out and bought myself a bottle of wine. You should. Billy you and should. O, mates, had a bottle of wine on my own, a couple of peanuts, you know, it is. <laughs> Steve Bunce, God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we look <laughs> forward to hearing from you as the week progresses. And I think, as far as episodes go, that'll do us. What a, what a way to round off. Steve Bunce, closing the show there in true Steve Bunce. Pure poetry, poetic fashion. Uh, join us tomorrow for the weigh-in. We'll be live on the Matchroom and the Zone socials from 1pm as we count down to that main event. It can't come quick enough, can it? Katie Taylor, Chantel Cameron to the rematch in Dublin. Hey.